Yo, this is the ancient Texan. I think it's a Sunday afternoon. I'm down in the basement. And a little background. I'm, I'm kind of a engineer, R&D. Most of my life results in a failure, and I hope to learn from that failure and then move on. When I do R&D, probably the most important thing you can do do in R&D is to ask the right question. Uh, Many a project is built on answering the wrong question so even when you get through and you have the answer you've asked the wrong question and so your project is still not viable Uh, I could go into some you know examples of that in the technical field but I want to take it into the social political arena Let's imagine, you know, we're fixing, we're back, you know, a decade or so ago, and we're fixing to go into Iraq. Kind of like what may happen shortly in Iran. If you remember at that time, all the questions were about, are they going to... Do they have weapons of mass destruction? Or are they going to be a threat to us? Um, I don't remember any questions about are a million Iraqis going to die? How is this going to be for the Iraqi people? How is this going to be for the countries surrounding Iraq? How is this going to be for the stability of the Middle East? Who is supplying this information about weapons of mass destruction? What is their agenda? Exactly where does the information come from? What is the information? There was a little bit of those questions. But I don't remember any questions about the fate of the Iraqis. Just like right now when we start talking about Iran and they did something that killed... um, six Americans in adjoining countries. Surprisingly, we're not talking about killing Americans over here. We're talking about killing Americans in a neighboring country. Um, We started asking questions about the safety of our soldiers in a foreign country. Uh, How is bombing Iran going to affect that? How is it going to affect the safety of America? But I don't hear any questions about is this good for the Iranian people? Will this action in the long run convert more Iranians over to being supporters of the U.S. or haters of the U.S.? Um, What's the method of winning friends and allies and of changing the world? Is it best done with a bomb? Is it best done um, with peaceful initiatives? 
it best done through negotiation? Um, can we make people do what we want them to do by sanctions, by making their lives miserable? Um, Iran, of course, their you know their biggest crime is they support um, people that we're fighting against. In Yemen, the Saudis are bombing one group, and the Iranians support the other group. Uh, we support Israel. Um, Iran supports the Palestinians, and surprisingly, they arm the people they support, just like we arm the people we support. Um, so we need to ask more fundamental questions about what's the best way to influence friends and make friends and change the world, um, you know, stick or carrot. But there's a lot of questions that we don't ask. Um, when Trump, um, killed this Iranian military leader. The Democrats ask or complained about not being informed. They didn't really address the fundamental issues um, behind, you know, what what road are we going down? What's our strategy? What is they of course they blame Trump for not having one, but I don't hear a strategy being proposed. I don't hear questions being asked um, by the Democrats. I don't hear questions being asked by anybody. There's just a whole truckload of questions. And then, what are the most important questions? And how do we how, how do we sort that all out? I'm not coming here saying I have the answers. I don't. But I really, from a lifetime of R and D, I really know that if you don't spend a whole lot of time trying to figure out what the right question is and having those questions based on your values um, you'll end up for 18 years in Afghanistan Um, our beliefs our values the questions we ask um, determine where we go And, and I think we need to be asking a lot more questions about a lot of subjects So let's give another couple of examples in that. Um, Let's look at our economy. This this kind of question thing applies across the board, even applies in relationships, which we'll get into that. Um, In our economy, we tend to judge things and we ask the question, does this increase the gross domestic product? Uh, does the tax cut, does it raise the do- gross domestic GDP? And the implication is if an action were taken increases the GDP, it is therefore good. We are saying the right question to ask about any action in the United States is, does it increase the GDP? Now, first you could take, you know, exception that, you know, the way that GDP is measured and point out that a lot of good things like being a mother 
doesn't increase the GDP or being, um, a, you know, caretaker of an old person in your house doesn't affect, increase the GDP. Um, while wrecking your car and getting a service performed to fix your car does increase the GDP. So you could argue that, you know, the GDP is um, kind of flawed by its, you know, basic nature and the culture that we've built around activities. And, you know, you could argue that in some cases, like if we underpay teachers and then their salaries are part of the GDP, uh, if you've underpaid them, then you've incorrectly, you know, measured the GDP. But an even more fundamental question is, is GDP the standard? Maybe when we take an action, we should be saying, is this action going to decrease or increase the number of homeless people in America? And maybe if the action um, may raise the GDP but increase the amount of homeless people, um, maybe the more important question is how does this action affect the homeless? How does it affect the sick? How does it affect the children? Uh, how does it affect poverty in America? Um, and then you got to mix that in with short term and long term. But the blind faith assumption that both sides, and again, this is Democrat and Republican, they discuss an issue like the tax cuts last year from Trump was almost solely around it's going to make the U.S. grow faster and be more prosperous. In other words, it's going to increase the GDP. Um, I think the jury's kind of out on that. And there's, you know, what Obama was doing was also increasing the GDP. And what Trump's doing is increasing the GDP. Or it may even be that presidential policies even matter that much. Um, do we actually live in a world that has inflation as a serious threat anymore? Uh, does deficit spending drive up inflation? I mean, there's a whole lot of fundamental economic issues. Um, and then there's the issues that, you know, our society so far has been based on a competitive model um, that if reality be known is not actually... Um, been shown to be that, per, you know, that good increase in the GDP. A cooperative uh, model seems to be much better. Uh, there's a lot of things that if we become more inclusive, uh, we actually increase the number of workers and the number of customers, and we actually grow our economy. But, you know, the question, does it increase GDP, seems to be like our central focus on an action in the United States. And I think we need to challenge, is that the right question? Because if this is the wrong question, even if we take the actions that increase the GDP, um, we still could be losing and we could be making uh, America a place that's not as good to live in. Um, a country that's not 
as happy. For instance, GDP kind of is based on the idea that if you have more stuff and more money, you're happier. And therefore, if we do things that make generate more money and more stuff, then we'll all be happier. Um, and I'm looking at America now compared to America when I grew up, and it's not clear to me we're happier. Uh, we're certainly more polarized. We can have less conversations about everything than we used to. We live more isolated lives. Uh, we're not as blended and involved with our neighbors like when I was growing up. And maybe that's in part because we're not, we're asking this question of what increases GDP. Oh. Let's, let's do another one here. When Trump got in, part of his promise was to build a wall. And we spent a lot of time arguing with the Republicans. I say we because I'm mostly liberal. I'm actually more of an independent in the middle. Um, we spent a lot of time arguing about building the wall and how that won't help keep out drugs and all sorts of stuff. So we spent a lot of time arguing about building the wall. We didn't ask out loud anyway, what's, what's the right question? And maybe the right question is how do we care for the refugees? I don't think, you know, half of our population would have accepted that question. Do we have enough judges? Do we have enough facilities for housing people while they're in transit? Do we have the ability to uh, assimilate refugees? Could there have been some trade-offs there with, okay, we build the wall, but we hire more judges? Could there have been some negotiations? that would require both sides to, you know, come into the ring with uh, some openness to compromise, some admission that maybe we don't agree on the question and they have a question that's important to them and an issue, like they don't want our open borders a bad thing or a good thing. I actually think we can all agree that the border ought to be controlled. Um, But we got off into a lot of arguments because we were asking, should we build the wall or not build the wall? Well, that's a wrong damn question. And as long as our discussion was about building the wall or not building the wall, there's no way in hell that we were going to make progress on the refugees. We had to change the question. We had to ask the question, what's the right question to be asking about refugees? And once we think we have the right question, ask the other side what they think the right question is. And then look at a way that, you know, we can answer both questions and we can make, you know, make some progress um, in answering and, you know, taking the actions 
where those questions lead us. You know, did we ask questions? Oh, and I heard a little bit of this. You know, how do we stabilize the countries um, that are having people flee? You know, from Ecuador and Guatemala and stuff that are having, you know, violence there. How do we help them? Did we ask ourselves how do our drug policies affect those countries? What can we do with? You know our current drug policies. How can we change them? How do our drug policies? How do they affect the lives of other countries? So if you're not asking, you know, a lot of questions and asking the question of what are the most important questions, even if you answer the questions, build the wall or not build the wall, you haven't got anywhere. If you answer the question, build the wall, yes, or build the wall, no. I don't think you either answer really matters. I think we could have let Trump build his wall, and would yeah would waste a few billion, but you know he allocated money from the military, and you know out of their you know seven hundred billion dollars, he took a few billion. I don't really think it matters. It didn't affect the refugee issue one way or another.、Um, And yet, we let that be the question under debate, and we debated that question. So, you know, from spending a lot of my life in R and D, and I spent a lot of my life answering the wrong questions. You'd think, you know, as scientists, guys would be pretty smart and make sure we're answering the right question. But no, we're kind of like the rest of humanity. We get real excited about something, and sometimes driven by curiosity, and just take off. And that's not bad either, because some great things happen serendipitously if you're, you know, moving forward and on the journey. But in general, if you spend some time. Working on the questions,、um, you get a lot better output on the other side. I had some about、um, love and stuff. That questions about you know love and romance that I think I'll save for another podcast because I try to keep these kind of a manageable you know twenty minute size and you know I, I appreciate y'all listening to them. Um, I think there's actually ways for you to, you know, comment on them. And you're always、uh, welcome to send me comments to wileyfoxes at gmail dot com. W i l e y dot foxes f o x e s at gmail dot com、uh, and making comments and I would appreciate some input. I think I do. Most of why I do these podcasts is, you know, I'm trying to make a little bit of difference,、uh, be a little positive force, and I I realize I don't have it all figured out. I'm kind of stumbling forward here. I think it's from good intentions. Maybe I'm not asking the right questions.、Um, anyway, that's、uh, the two cents from. 
the ancient Texan. Hope you have a good weekend. May your team play well in the NFL playoffs. This is the ancient Texan. Namaste.